Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Sam. And we live in Orlando, Florida. The theme park capital of the world. We each have our own YouTube channels, and in this podcast, we'll be sharing more about our lives, our travels, our theme park enthusiasm, what's going on in the world, and more. And now it's time for a new year and a new episode of Expedition Enthused, a theme park podcast. Happy New Year. Can we still say that? Yeah, I think you can say it up to the end of January, so it's getting close. As long as it's the first time we've said it. Yeah, this is the first time we're saying it on the podcast. Happy 2024. And now it's time for our 2024 theme park hype list. I'm hyped. I'm always hyped. <laughs> <laughs> Enthused, you could say. You could say it. So this episode, we are going to go through not everything that's come into the world of theme parks in 2024, but a good amount of it. And specifically, some of our favorites. And we're going to order this in sections. So we're going to start with what is coming to the central florida area in 2024 specifically let's start with disney let's start with disney because there's actually a lot happening right yeah more than you would think one of the number one things that's going to open this year is tiana's bayou adventure at magic kingdom at disney world this is the replacement for splash mountain i am pretty hyped for it i'm gonna say i'm pretty hyped I am too. So I've been out to Magic Kingdom a couple times, I think maybe once or twice this year and then a few times in the end of December. And the progress that I've seen is astounding. It looks so good just on the outside. Yeah, I see a lot of people saying people are going to confuse this for a restaurant. I don't think that's possible. Okay, so let me tell you a story. When I was in the park in, I don't remember, maybe November, October, I did see a family read the sign because there's these signs on the construction walls that say, you know, new restaurant coming, say there's a restaurant coming. Doesn't it say like Tiana's food something? Yes, yes. But now they've added more signs. The construction walls are all themed. It looks really cool. And I think that was early on. I think now everybody gets it. I think the screaming will give it away. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to restaurants where you want to scream for good and bad. <laughs> True. You know, this ride has a very cool framed viewing area right yeah it's one of my favorite things that outside the ride they set it up so that you get this incredible view of the log flume coming down the big trop i'm a big fan of log flumes you are you love them don't you i love log flumes they're, they're like top tier for me and i think splash mountain has one of the best flume experiences regardless of what the theming is so I'm curious to see how that will be inside with the new additions. I am kind of sad it's not a retelling of the film. I see what you're saying because the film, The Princess and the Frog, is one of my favorite Disney animated films. And it is the last of the fully original old school style of Disney animation films that's out, full length feature films. It is so beautifully animated and told. And that's one of the things I'm hyped about, seeing those scenes, even though, like you said, it's not a retelling of the film. It's a continuation of the story after the film. But seeing the scenes in that vein come to life. I'm curious, like, what's the reason going to be that you're falling down a giant hill? <laughs> yeah. You know, we talked about this recently. When you were a kid, you could just roll down hills and it was fun. <laughs> Maybe they'll just say, we're just going down the hill. Just going down the hill. OK, but did you see that? I think it was just today or yesterday they talked about the new animatronics. New. Okay, well, this I was so happy for, but apparently Disney has said these are not going to be 
those lit from behind weird animatronics, like the ones in the Frozen ride at Epcot and in Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. The TV face. They are so scary. And when they malfunction, they're horrifying. Yeah, I'm glad. They should have done this anyway, just gone proper face. So they're going to be like some of the overseas animatronics, those really fluid, cool looking ones. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm intrigued. I will like the ride regardless because the ride is so fun. Right. Just they're keeping the basic track layout and the drop and all of that. So you're going to have a a splash. I was going to say a blast, but (laughs) that's next door at Big Thunder Mountain. (laughs) Is that the only thing coming to Magic Kingdom this year? No, it is not. The Country Bear Jamboree is going to close in its current state and reopen this year. The new version of this ride will open later this year, and it will be called the Country Bear Musical Jamboree. It will feature most of the same characters. There is a new name, a Romeo McGrawl there, and he looks very funny in the poster. And they're recording songs, right? Do you know about this? No. You don't? I'm I'm not up to date on my Magic Kingdom news this week. (laughs) I've I've been waiting for the podcast to hear what is coming. All right, I got you. Well, they're recording Disney songs in like a country Western style, the same style of music that the Country Bear Jamboree is in and a little more modern too. They're currently recording Disney songs in that style. Like other movie songs? So the one song that they showed us a clip of that they recorded was, it's just the bare necessities. Okay. That makes sense, sense, right? I was expecting like, you know, the classic Magic Kingdom, you can't get away from. Go the distance. No, let no, it go. No. So they haven't given us the full song list yet, but I here's a bet I'm placing. I bet there's going to be some kind of small world joke in this. It could be. Right? Seems kind of out of place in Frontierland, though. Like different. Like a joke era. about small world, though, about how the song is. Well, we'll see. What did they do that in? We saw that. Oh, Lion King. The they movie. love joking about yeah, small world. They love it. <laughs> So we don't know the rest of the songs, but we do know that the name is changing. So this attraction is been there at Magic Kingdom since 1971. And instead of demolishing it, they're giving it a refurb and the love it needs. And I, for one, am hyped for it. Sounds like a toe-tapping good time to me. I'm just thinking in my head what songs. And the first one that comes to my head that... Uh I will be shocked if it's not in there. Is that You've Got a Friend in Me song from they Toy Story. They have to do that song. That, that'll be in there. There'll, there won't be any songs about blood on saddles, I don't think. I think blood on the saddle is a thing of yesteryear. Yeah. <laughs> and all, what's the, the, all the boys who turn me on, turn me down. Turn me down. And tears will be the chaser. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's time to modernize it a little. I said this when I went to ride it the last time, or not ride it, but experience it. Like, I'm shocked it has lasted this long. I like to know what songs people think would come. Yes. Let us know what your guesses are for songs going into the new Country Bear Musical Jamboree. And then, like, hashtag Expedition Enthused so that we can find it. Yeah. It's got to be, like, the hits. Like, I'm thinking, like, animal-themed songs, you know? Maybe something from Robin Hood. Brother Uh, Bear. Maybe. Phil Collins has got to turn up. If he's not there, it will be unbearable. Um, All right. We've only barely started, so let's move on to the next thing. We've just scratched the surface. A few little Disney things that are coming this year that I'd say I'm like mid-hype about because I just don't know yet. And one is the Communicore Plaza and Hall opening at Epcot. Because you know how the World Celebration Gardens opened, but that building is still under construction. 
Yeah. If this is something like a... Do you remember when Wonders of Life used to be open for the festivals mm. and they had like the classes in there? It was and, wonderful, yeah. Yeah, it was a wonder. <laughs> ah, too many, too many. I, I went first, but I was more subtle, but yeah. that's okay. I like to emphasize it. Another is they're going to add some new Star Tours adventures. That's cool. Yeah, you know, we'll see. Yeah. And then they're doing a reimagined Little Mermaid uh, show over at Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios... I'm ready for a new attraction there. But speaking of Star Tours, before we move on. Okay. I only ever get Naboo, the underwater one. That's the only scene. I, It doesn't matter. Uh, I went to ride it a few days ago when I was doing my park hopping. And guess what I got? Naboo. Jar Jar. Yeah, Naboo. Always. Yeah, always. I think that's the only one that works. That's my secret conspiracy yeah. theory. I At first I was like, oh, but now I'm like, if I don't get it, I'm disappointed. That's all I get. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Mermaid show has not returned since the parks closed for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That show's been there a long time. Yeah, it was time. It's okay. I'm just glad something's coming back there. Yeah, Hollywood Studios has been kind of a mess for a while, and I, it just needs some cohesion. I wonder if this is going to be kind of like a temporary thing for like a year or two, and then that whole area with the animation courtyard, mm. that, that's got to be on someone's list. To... It is a lot of space over there that they could put like a lot. Muppet Courtyard. <sighs> but see, on. they already have a Muppet Courtyard over mm, by Rizzo's true. and Muppet Vision. They just need to like, Expand. I don't know. They're building yeah. something over there. Yeah, isn't it? But it I, looks like just a store or a I food stand it. or something. Uh, something not consequential, yeah. probably. And anything over at Animal Kingdom? Yeah, so it's tough to be a bug is going to close, but we don't know when. So that's not for this year. Ah, uh, okay. So I don't think there's anything huge or hype for Animal Kingdom this year. There are a few think. things announced at Disney that don't really have dates. There's also the test track reimagineering that we have no information on. No information. They said it, they threw it out there, and they said, chew on that. When that's announced, I'll be hype because I'm yeah. ready for a test track three. I'm team test track one. Mm, <laughs> I kind of don't want them to mess with it, but mm. if they make it better, I'm okay with that. I think they will. Now let's move over to Universal Orlando. What do we got going on? A decent amount. What are you hyped for? Well, we've got the new DreamWorks Land coming this year, and I have been watching it. You know, I'm at over at Universal all the time, and I've been watching them build it up and watching like Shrek's house rise up out of the swamp. Rise up out of the E.T. forest, basically. Yeah, basically. And watching that go on, I think it could be really, really look really good, you know? It's a meet and greet, I think. So it's going to be a cool area to meet Shrek and Fiona and... That little and donkey. Baby. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and, donkey, and the weird yeah. little baby. I think they deserve their own themed meet and greet area mm-hmm. because they kind of just wander around right now. I would like a Shrek dark ride. I would love a Shrek dark ride. I don't think there's anyone on this planet it's, that wouldn't love a Shrek dark ride. I'll tell you what, that tree is very close to E.T. Don't you dare. <laughs> Blasphemy. We the, don't the need for, less dark rides or to replace one with the other. We need more. Yeah. And then there's the reimagined Woody Woodpecker coaster. Mm. The tr- troller coaster, I think people are saying it's going to be called. I don't know. That's a word on the street. But we're going to have like Shrek trolls, Kung Fu Panda, Gabby's dollhouse. And even if it is just kind of like different themed meet and greet areas, I still think it'll be nice. And I hope that they keep a play area, though, because that ball pit play area was so fun. And the water, the Curious George water play area... Yeah, some of the aerials that I've seen, 
the bucket and the parts of the play area are still there. So mm. I wonder if they're going to do an updated version of that with the water bucket. Seems odd this late in to keep that there. I imagine there's going to be some kind of new show, which could be interesting. Yeah, so like that theater that they had back there. Barney's Theater, yeah. Yeah, but that they turned then into the, remember? Yeah, it was like a meet and greet dance thing. They turned it into this thing where you could go in and the characters would be dancing and doing shows on stage. And it was an interactive show. Like you would clap along and you would freeze. It was a whole thing. Yeah, but I'm excited for like an actual show. Yeah, no, totally. Not I'm just night- saying they have that space that they a, could. Not a nightmare filled scenario. <laughs> you hated that thing. Ugh. As soon as I started talking about it, you're like, no, 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 no. not going here. I loved it for one. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. That is pretty much, there's a lot of talk about what is going to be going and replaced at Universal, but nothing has been announce yeah it's all just rumors right now so really the big things this year are just going to be the events returning mardi gras back the concerts have been announced horror nights obviously Mm. tribute stores there's nothing major coming this year outside of the dreamworks area but i think they're saving their big stuff for next year that's right i went and had a look at the epic universe hotels and the it all being built and it's very exciting and we know Universal's working on other projects like a year-round Horror Nights experience in Vegas and a kids park in Texas. But we're waiting on, you know, more details for that. And we'll talk about that when it's more solid. But that's definitely like burning in the background, burning in the hype background, you know? Potentially UK one eventually. That's kind of crazy. <sighs> that's crazy. Yeah, Universal, I feel like this is, uh, next year is going to be... Oof, explosion 2025 is gonna be wow i can't even picture having all that open here mm. i need to get my points in mario kart <laughs> and lastly in central florida there is a new roller coaster coming SeaWorld are turning their former trackless dark ride i forgot the name of it that's how me too penguin that's how, that's how memorable that ride was <laughs> yeah. too it was that little dark ride with the trackless things and there was that little penguin that you were following throughout right there was like a little story you got introduced to it in the queue and then you're following it through and basically you're just looking at screens and these big open kind of unthemed i liked the concept it had potential and it had some fun elements to it but it was very bare bones yeah which is going to be replaced this year opening with a new roller coaster inside and outside the building It is called Penguin Trek. Penguin Trek, that's right. And it is a family coaster coming to SeaWorld. Their third coaster in three years. SeaWorld is pumping out coasters. From what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be a really fun ride, especially for people who cannot ride the bigger rides. It's a little more less thrilling than, say, Mako or even Pipeline. And I imagine a lot of what was inside, like the big screens, mm-hmm. could potentially be reused as in the indoor section to make it kind of cool. They really could use all of that. So it only goes up to 43 miles per hour and a height requirement is 42 inches. So it's definitely a family coaster that some of the kiddos can ride. And yeah, I do think those indoor environments could be really, really neat. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the previous ride ended with the penguin enclosure. Yeah, which I assume cold. I think they said in the press release that it's going to be part of this. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I do hope after this they switch to some kind of other family rides, dark rides, that kind of thing, because that is a lot of coasters and I love coasters. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We love coasters, but even we're like... 
bit a lot of coasters. Yeah. Could you add in a dark ride or any other kind of ride? Mix things up. Yeah, I feel like a roller coaster is easier mm. than, a, than a good dark ride. Mm. An okay roller coaster is going to get better reviews and be more popular than a mediocre dark ride. Mm. And SeaWorld, yeah. you know. Yeah, I haven't been to SeaWorld in a minute. We haven't been since Hollow Scream. And I think it's a beautiful park, but I do think the operations there have much to be desired. And every mm. time I go, I hope that they just improve things. Like something needs to be done to that park besides just adding roller coasters. I know that they have plans to open two SeaWorld hotels. One next to Discovery Cove, a kind of high-end hotel, it seems like, from the plans. And then one across the street, kind of behind Mako. And they're going to be part of SeaWorld because they do not have like their own hotel right now. That's a smart idea, especially if they're very affordable. Yeah. Well, you said one's higher end. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the price and how popular they be. There is going to be like an entrance into SeaWorld from the hotel at the back of the park. That's nice. So maybe they have like plans to grow and be better. I hope so, because entering their park is not great. But speaking of SeaWorld. Yeah. There is also a new roller coaster coming to Busch Gardens Tampa. Mm. Another family roller coaster Mm. called Phoenix Rising. Mm -hmm. This is going to be in the Pantopia section near Falcon's Fury. They had a wild mouse coaster back there that had been there for years. Uh It's going back there where that horrible inverted swing ship (laughs) has sat closed for years. I hate that thing. Kind of like a mini Montu made by B&M, but Mm. for younger riders, which is good. They're... They need some more family stuff at Bush Gardens as well. So, yeah, it looks pretty from the concept art, and it says it's opening in spring 2024, and you'll be riding on the wings of the Phoenix. Yeah, and the old inverted ship there was called Phoenix. So, yes, they took that name and said, Let's "Yeah, do a new one. yeah." And similar to Penguin Track, it's got a height requirement of just 42 inches, and it only goes 44 miles per hour. So we got a family family coaster it even has a height max this one hmm, 77 inches so interesting i'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> you'll just fit i'll just fit okay um, so there is quite a lot coming this year to yep. central florida mm-hmm. but there is sure. also quite a lot coming around the usa and there is one thing around the usa that i would say is more hype for me than any of those things we mentioned so far which one i know i know top thrill two top thrill two coming to cedar point this is the reimagined top thrill dragster Mm -hmm. i've been on it once the original and i have never been on it because the only one time we went to cedar point when we did that big theme park road trip it was already closed yes i was so sad they had some issues let's say with that attraction and their launch system but this is going to be redone it has a 420 foot tall spike being added to the other end so it's going to be like if you imagine icebreaker but a lot bigger it says it's going to be the world's tallest and fastest triple launch strata coaster I think it's the only tool. <laughs> <laughs> they always do like yeah. the tallest and fastest and biggest and best. Very specific thing. <laughs> yeah. There was a time that Top Thrill Dragster was the tallest roller coaster in the world. Mm. And then that was replaced by Kingda Car, which is basically the same ride, but a little bit taller. 
and now they are going with a new system where you launch back and forward and then over the top hat. I am excited. There is nothing quite like flying up 420 feet. It sounds really thrilling, too, because they're going to have these free fall moments. It says you're going to experience true weightlessness. I don't know if that's just marketing, but like, you know, the feeling of when you're kind of floating up in your seat during those free falls, there's going to be the rollback. There's going to be big giant spikes going straight up. There are three different launches and the first goes from zero to 74 miles per hour. Like there's a lot of different thrilling elements in packed in one powerful coaster, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> That's what a it lot, sounds like at least. A lot of parks have been adding these back and forward up and down the spike and then through mm. the loop. They so. love the back forward up and down the spike thing now. Yeah, like Icebreaker, Pantheon. And I think it'll just be nice to fly over that top hat once again. And we will definitely take a trip up there to ride that. Now, speaking of a roller coaster having a spike, but we're going to we're going to crank it down the thrilling level way, way, way down and head over to Holiday World. Their good gravy coaster is opening this year in 2024. They say this is Holiday World's first family roller coaster and looking at it, it's like a kiddie coaster, right? Yeah, it's very similar to. Do you remember when we went to Drayton Manor and they had that? I think it used to be called Ben 10. I don't know if they changed the name, but at Drayton Manor, they basically had exactly this coaster similar to it. And it's definitely like a kiddie coaster. Mm -hmm. When I was at IAPA this year, I got to see the train, the ride vehicle, and it looks like a saucer serving gravy and it even has gravy dripping off the front. And they've talked about the whole story for this ride now. And you're at Grandma Gracie's house, and Grandma Gracie is the sister to Abigail, who is the animatronic grandma over at Gobbler Getaway, the dark ride. This I love that they're connecting this cute story. And I know this is like a little, you know, kitty coaster and cute, but I just really love good theming and good storytelling, and Holiday World just does this so well. And this sounds like it's going to be so charming. I'm really excited for it. Speaking of good theming, mm-hmm. I'm also hyped mm-hmm. for the new fire in the hole at silver dollar city which we have never been there yeah but i'm still excited they're redoing fire in the hole with rmc we were supposed to go to silver dollar city for the first time this year but we've had to push that back so i guess when we go next we'll be doing the brand new fire in the hole we love blazing fury at dollywood and we just love old school charming rides like that so if they can capture that feeling in this new version of the attraction we'll be very happy yes and lastly for roller coasters or actually two last things one the loch ness monster at bush gardens williamsburg will reopen and it is being retracked and refreshed and two i saw some reports and i don't know if this is true that they have finally started building the roller coasters at Kota Land. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> when we went there for Formula One, we saw bits of coaster tractors on the floor in a pile. And they've been talking about it since then. And there hasn't been anything concrete that we've seen yet. Yeah, they have two coasters laying basically about there. <laughs> this like was piles of just yeah. stuff. These were announced so long ago. Mm-hmm. And I really thought there was a chance when we went to Formula One that we might see some or it might not that maybe it'll be open, but it'll be starting being built. Right. But they are getting 
palindrome, which is the Gerslauer coaster that's going to go over a road and looks crazy. But they're also supposed to be getting the first tilt coaster in the USA. Hmm. And I don't believe it till they open, <laughs> but I would go back to Kota Land and see them if they did. So I'm cautiously hyped for this one. <laughs> cautiously optimistic. I just can't picture two giant roller coasters there. So Me neither. And are they going to like sell tickets to just get in on normal days when there's not events going on? How's that going to work? Yeah. So the point is like it would bring people there when there are not races going on hmm. as well as them being operating while the races are going on. Hmm. Who lives in a giant pink dome under Las Vegas? Kind of works. <laughs> Who lives in a giant pink dome under Las Vegas? There is supposed to be the Spongebob <laughs> Crazy Carnival Dark Ride coming this year to... None uh, other than... None other than the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus, which we have talked about multiple times on this podcast. <laughs> we sure have. Uh, but it's supposed to open in the first quarter of 2024. I haven't heard anything yet about construction actually taking place or when it's going to open, mm. but they did show some aspects of this at IAPA, which you saw. That's right. This is why I go to IAPA for things like this. So they had the Mr. Crab animatronic and he's so fluid and funny and he makes a bunch of jokes, you know, Mr. Crab jokes, money, money, money. And they also had a screen with a 3D kind of overlay of the ride showing everything, what the ride will look like inside, the concept of it. And it looks really cute and really fun. And it is supposed to open this year. Oh, it's Sally Corporation, which I always love their animatronics and dark rides. It says they're expecting it to open in the first quarter of 2024. But like, like you said, we haven't seen anything about actual construction going on, right? Yeah. But once it's open, let's go to Vegas. <laughs> We're going back to Vegas, baby. <laughs> we went to Vegas for my first time ever this past year in 2023. And we made a whole podcast episode about it and have a bunch of vlogs about it. But there's a lot of things to go back for. SpongeBob, we'll do it. Yeah. And like we said before, the day that we went to Circus Circus, we didn't vlog. So this will be redemption. There is another roller coaster. I'm not 100% sure when this will open, but there is the Fast and Furious roller coaster coming to Universal Hollywood. Mm. Uh, spinning, drifting style roller coaster built along the edge of the hill. Mm. I'm kind of excited for this. Yeah. But until I know more again. Yeah. Just waiting. <laughs> we can't put it on the 2024 hype list because we don't know if it's opening in 2024. Mm. So it's on the hype list, but like. Yeah. TBD. And then earlier I talked about my. How Top Thrill was my most hyped so far. Ooh. Let's talk about my most hyped overall this year. Coming 2024. And it is not in the U.S. No, it is not. We are traveling overseas now. Okay, I'm looking at two things here, and I'm hyped for both of them, but which are you more hyped for, Sam? See, this is a hard question, and I'm going to go against what should be my most hyped and say Hyperia. I love Nemesis more than any roller coaster in the world, huh. but I've been on Nemesis, and Hyperia is new. Fair enough. But I am, of course, excited that Nemesis is coming back. Has a new name. It's going to be called Nemesis Reborn. Has all, well, 90% new track. Has a new paint color with the veins across the track. It's going to be different, but it's going to be the same, if that makes sense. They practically tore the whole thing down and rebuilt it, right? Yes. So it's a new coaster for they, all intents and purposes. Yeah. They did a Hulk on it, basically. 
So Nemesis will be there to be enjoyed for many, many more years for people who have never been on it and people who have been on it hundreds of times. There is one big change. The Nemesis monster now has one big giant Sauron eye. That is a scary looking eye. I tell you what. He used to have two little crabby eyes. I remember. He said, said, I'm going for one. Um, One all seeing. I really love how Alton Towers does their storytelling. So they revamped the story about the nemesis and the creature and all of this. And I just love it. I love their marketing videos. I love their storytelling. And it is beyond time to get back to Alton Towers, right? It is beyond time. And what perfect time with a new nemesis. And we have not been on the curse at Alton Manor yet. I can't believe it. Yeah. So, you know, there's this thing I call the enthused effect. That every time I talk about something hasn't been announced, it gets announced right after. So I'm hoping that that happens after this podcast gets announced they tell us a date that hyperia will open and nemesis reborn will open if i could guess on like updates that i've seen i would think nemesis will be close to orton towers reopen for the season mm. i feel like hyperia is going to be later i think it's mm. i feel like it's going to be like, like not yeah i mean they haven't finished the track yet and mm. the park reopens in two months mm. But we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully it opens sooner and hopefully we can ride both of them. Yeah. The goal is we're hyped for both of them. Um, Talk about Hyperia a little bit. We have talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but it's hype. So let's go. Hyperia will be Fort Park. Hyperia. (laughs) Will be Fort Park's first roller coaster in over a decade. Wow. It will be the tallest and fastest roller coaster in the UK, wow. surpassing the Pepsi Max big one as the tallest, just. It will be built on the site of the former Logger's Leap. But uh-huh. don't be sad, uh-huh. because this weekend I will have a new video talking about the history of Fort Park and maybe a little Logger's Leap. So don't worry. Expedition Fort Park this weekend. I'm hyped for that. Let's put that on my hype list. <laughs> I am going to lead up to the opening of Hyperia, whenever it is. With a series looking at Fort Park from its opening up to and including Hyperia. So this is one way for me to remember Logger's Leap. Mm, That's beautiful. I told you I love log flumes. You did. I was thinking about it earlier when we were talking about log flumes. The first thing I thought was Logger's Leap. We have a poster of it here. I'm very excited for your history. I know you have some very unique storytelling angles. I won't give it away, but... We'll it's see. great. Uh, I originally didn't know how many parts this Fort Park idea would be, mm. but it's going to be, I believe, maybe three. Mm. So, you know, the first one will be out this weekend. I hope people like it. Fort Park is a park that I grew up with. It means a lot to me, even if I have sometimes not agreed with all of the decisions that they have made and the attractions they have presented <laughs> darren brown but i'm excited for hyperia i'm excited for a new roller coaster at fort park i think that fort park is on the verge of like a new era or a change they've announced their branding they're making everything not horror themed and terrifying and dark Ugh. seems to be a big part of what they're trying to go for with their new logo and look so i'm i'm hyped for the future of fort park as well It's funny you say that because Hyperia, I feel like, is the opposite of that, like horror, dark direction they've been going in. And it's like 
soaring to new heights and gods and goddesses and beautiful gold and white. And I feel like it's hopeful, it's optimistic, and I'm excited too. But I do have a question for you. Go for it. When we go to Thor Park. Yeah. Are you going to make me ride Walking Dead again? Of course. No! First again. Oh. But I'm excited for Hyperia. I'm excited to go back to Thorpe Park and have some fun in just all the UK parks that we can will get you, to. Will you, stay in the, <laughs> will you stay in the Fort Park cabins again? I would. I would. You would? I know last time we said never again. Yeah. But when you haven't done something for a long time, you forget. You forget. You forget the horrors and you're like, come on, it'll be fun. Let's go sting a shipping container. And that again. was in a, a difficult time. It was so. in a time where like everything was restricted. I hope now you can just go to the restaurant. Yeah. You couldn't eat anywhere. You couldn't eat anywhere and there was no food and we were starving and cold. That's a whole, that was we a whole. We were huddled and starving and cold and wet and. Ugh. I'll do it again right now. I'll do it again. Let's look it. Look it. I want to stay there. Speaking of Orton Towers, Mm -hmm. are you going to go on Hex if it's open? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. That is, that's another one I'm not doing. Put my foot down. Hex is one of the best rides in the UK. I don't know about that, Sam. I don't know how many people would agree with you. The lead up, the theme, the smell. I liked the queue. I remember when I walked in and I looked around. You didn't know what it was. I did not like it. Well, we took you and my brother's wife yeah neither of you liked it neither of us liked it well me and andy were sat there like this is the best thing ever yeah me and her we'll go ride gangster granny while you guys ride that oh uh, <laughs> you're missing out you're missing out no it's so dizzying it's awful hex i love the theme and i love the story and i love the cue and i love the way the room looks but when that thing started moving around all ooh, 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 but, <laughs> oh. first time i went on hex it blew my mind and I've loved it ever since. For those that don't know what Hex is, Hex is an attraction where there's a huge build up <laughs> and the ride, I mean, probably doesn't no. match the setup because the setup's incredible. Yeah. And then once you get on it, you sit in a seat that swings back and forward and it tricks you into thinking that you're going upside down. It's like an optical illusion and there's um, two sides, right? Facing yeah. each other. They have had these. There was one at Six Flags in New Jersey. They're Madhouse Dark Rides. There's also one at Efteling. I'll tell you that after you get on it, which one it is. No, <laughs> you're not going to do that to me. Why not? Because I'll get sick. No, you won't. He's not doing that. That one has a cool story, too. It doesn't but, matter. I'll go on the line and the queue. And Anyway, I don't know how anyway. I got talking about Hex. Yeah. Hex still hypes me up. No, no, no. It's no, been shut no for hep ages. Hikes. I don't even no think... No hep, hep hikes. Hex hype. I don't think it's been open for like over a year. <sighs> Hopefully Hex reopens this year. Then we could put it on the hype list. Then it counts. It will be on my anti-hype list. Yeah. Drayton Manor also do have a new roller coaster come in. Don't know too much about it, mm. but it's cool for them. Yeah. Drayton Manor was a very pretty park. I'd go mm. back. Yeah, we had fun there. We did. We got soaked on Stormforce 10. Oh, <laughs> That's Shockwave. Right. That was fun. Right. Shockwave will no longer be a stand-up coaster. Yeah, I'm glad you got to do it. I was just about to say, I'm so glad I got to do it like that because it's so far the... Well, besides uh, Pipeline, the only yeah. stand-up coaster I've been on. Yeah. Huh. You didn't come on the one at Carowinds, which I've talked about many times. Oh, I just thought. Uh, Dollywood. Dollywood. Two new things this year. That's right. Lightning Rod will have a new launch. Well, Lift Hill. Exciting. Yeah. To Dolly Parton Museum. That's right. Yeah, we love Dollywood, as you know. And we're excited for... Cinnamon bread. <laughs> Cinnamon bread. I have to find a way to 
Work that in. Funny, I didn't put this Dollywood one on the list. But I actually thought of cinnamon bread while I was recording mm. this. And then that made me remember this. I'm so really, it all comes back to cinnamon bread. Always. Always. Now, there's one thing we haven't talked about yet that is, uh, I don't know if it fits in USA or overseas. It's kind of in the middle because it's on the seas. Oh, I wonder where you were going there. The Disney Treasure and Lighthouse Point. Two new things for Disney Cruise this year. Disney Treasure, as long as it's not delayed like The Wish was. Right, true. I think is launched in December. Yeah. And Lighthouse Point, the new Disney private-ish island, will be added to itineraries in June. This summer. That is exciting. We are very hyped. Disney Lookout K or Key at Lighthouse Point. Wow, look at this picture of it. That's a long name. That is a long name. This picture looks very, very different than um, Castaway, right? Well, let me bring it up. Where magic meets the beauty and culture of the Bahamas. I mean, yeah, that looks That looks like a theme park. It looks like Jurassic Park. It does. Wow. Okay. Looking at this has bumped this up on my hype list. Island inspiration pays tribute to the beauty of nature, which gives shape to every architectural detail. Sounds very, sounds like a very Disney phrase, doesn't it? Adult escapes and just for kids? They really are promoting these like private cabanas as well. Yeah, they're always (laughs) trying to push the cabanas. We've never done that. I don't really feel like it's necessary. But I mean, if you have the money and you can afford it, why not? Adult exclusive beach, adult market style dining, adult exclusive bars and cabanas. It looks really nice. It does look really nice. We got to get out get there. one of those going. Yeah. I don't know when we'll be able to sail the Disney treasure. We'll keep our eye on it. But those first sailings are astronomical. But if we can find something that works, we will definitely hop on. I haven't seen all these pictures before. No, me neither. You're now, getting our first reaction yeah, right now. I'm very excited for this. I, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, it looks very, I don't know, like a tropical Ewok village or something. Yeah. It looks really cool. Have you seen this one? It looks crazy. Yeah. Definitely something to be excited for if you are going on a cruise later this year or anytime in the future. Yeah. So this looks great. This is high on the hype list. We love Disney cruising. And yeah, that's a good one. And on the Disney treasure, there's going to be a haunted mansion bar. Like That sounds good to me. I think the two things I'm most hyped for that are coming up for 2024 are Tiana opening and the Disney Cruise Line stuff. I'm definitely hyped for Hyperia, too, and going to the UK, but... I think my top two are Disney Cruise Line stuff. One, I don't know. I I don't know. I forgot about that till the end, and that just jumped to the top. (laughs) And Hyperia, I think, and Uh, going to the UK and Nemesis, and not just those, though, but, like, Curse of Vault and Manor. Yeah. Going to those parks again. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty excited for everything on the list this year. Me, too. And I'm very excited for next year, too. So Yeah, for 2025, a- this hype list is going to be... Woo! It's very exciting times to be a fan of theme parks. Yeah, I feel like we have been in Orlando for a lot of big openings and new things. Things closing, things opening, so much happening. And there's just more and more and more. And the future of theme parks is very exciting all across the world, really. There's so much more than even just this. We know there's a lot of different things overseas and there's stuff in California. But this is just the immediate hype list of things that we will likely get to see you know, either this year or very, very soon. So that's what we kind of wanted to focus on. Our personal 2024 theme park hype list. 
As always, though, we l- would like to hear what you are excited about yes. this year. Yes, definitely. Tell us what your like top three 2024 theme park hype list things are. Hashtag expedition enthused so that we can find you. If you post it in an Instagram story, tag one or both of us so that we can share it and see it, too. We'd love to know what are y'all's and like, did we miss anything you think that needed to be on this list? It's a lot to keep track of. So let us know. Are you on the Disney Cruise Line website right now? (laughs) (laughs) He's in select stateroom category. What are you doing? Just browsing. Actually, that doesn't look as astronomical as I thought. Well, this is, I just clicked the first one. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to go do that. And I think we're going to wrap up, right? I think so. Yeah. I just want to say welcome back for the year. That's right. We're going to try and do episodes monthly, maybe quicker if we can. Obviously, we both make our own videos for our YouTube channels. We do other stuff. Yeah. But we try and make these when we can to sit down and just have a chat. That's exactly right. We really enjoy doing the podcast. So what do you think? We'll try to do at least one a month. Mm-hmm. And then when we can do extras, we will. Yes. But our main focus, like Sam said, is our YouTube channel. So make sure you're subscribed to Sam at Expedition Theme Park. And also at Jackie at Expedition Theme Park. Hey! <laughs> Jackie at Super Enthused. That's right. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out and all your positivity and nice reviews and your feedback, we really appreciate it. This is a very fun thing to do for us. And uh, it's fun to hear your feedback after each episode. We hope that you all have a wonderful 2024. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. And as always, stay enthused. And we will see you next time.